You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of eXp Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Chris Gilmore with Dead Armadillo Brewery and telling us some stuff about good local beer. Chris, just define the difference or explain the difference between a brewery and a brew pub. Good question, Daryl. A brewery is a model where what you do is brew beer and the law then allows you to have a tap room where people can buy, come, come by, taste uh, the, the product, actually purchase and drink it on site and, and then take some with them, either in cans or crowlers, growlers, and so forth. And the, uh, the brew pub model is a restaurant, in essence, that is allowed to brew beer inside of it. Um, there's a couple that have operated here in uh, Tulsa for, for a while, and recently one of them has closed. Um, that model allows you to manufacture and sell food as well as get a license to um, provide spirits, uh, mixed drinks, um, things that we cannot do at the brewery. But you can have a tap room, which you do have. Correct. And your, your address, you're, you're just right outside the IDL, which is technically right outside downtown. Most people would consider it downtown if you're you know living in South Tulsa. Technically, we're called the Pearl District. Yeah, and, <laughs> there you go. And it is uh, quite the up-and-coming place. That seems to be where most of the breweries uh, have, have landed. And part of it was because the early rules would not allow us to build a brewery inside the IDL. At this point, there are a couple that are inside the IDL due to some uh, regulation changes. However, the vast majority of us are operating out there in the Kendall Whittier and the Pearl District. What, what was the logic behind that? I mean, our, our laws, you know, sometimes they seem to have no logic. I'm sure there was something behind this one originally. I'm sure in the 60s when I didn't even think about alcohol, there was somebody didn't want a brewery in the IDL. <laughs> However, I don't, I don't know the exact logic other than they didn't want that type of manufacturing, again, in the downtown area. Well, of Tulsa. course, we had, I mean, there, there were the blue laws and all these other things that uh, have really impacted this. And we've, we've relaxed our views on alcohol and beer. And so that has changed the economic structure of a lot of businesses and um, even as, you know, you're a client. So I kind of connected with you through real estate and this this drives real estate because, you know, where do you locate and where do, where do groups of people go to socialize, et cetera? What do you see has been the biggest impact in uh, legally for, through distribution and the laws that we've passed, et cetera? Distribution uh, changes where um, we used to have to sell all of our product uh, to every distributor that existed in the state of Oklahoma, which created some inventory headaches, uh, has been switched now where we can do a franchise, so to speak, and we really only sell our product to one distributor who then has to take it to all the various locations. It really changed the burden a little bit from us to the big boys that, uh, that have the big warehouses and, and go to all the end user locations uh, throughout the city, throughout Oklahoma. Are you selling outside the state? We do. During uh, COVID here, we took the opportunity to expand into the uh, Kansas market. 
and it's been somewhat successful at this point, but what you're seeing is things are coming back online a little slower everywhere, and ultimately we think that it'll be a great move for us. Uh, but yes, we are in Kansas now. What drives the market for, for beer? I mean, for me, it's a, a social kind of thing. I'm very likely to pick up a dead armadillo something or other because... I know Dead Armadillo. I know you. I know my friends, and this is that's our beer. But how do you drive that? What, do you, what drives the market for beer when there's competition among small brewers? Definitely there is competition. Uh, all of your beverage lines in this country are a very competitive business. What I think uh, we see in the craft uh, beer market, though, is... People do want to come out. They want to socialize, and they want a beer that tastes a little more flavorful than some of those commercial brands that we're all familiar with. They come to our place. They get to taste new things. Uh, we run, oh, four or five particular beers on a regular basis throughout the year, and then we're always adding things that are specialized, so to speak. They might be some raspberry in there, some chocolate, some coffee, uh, other other flavors that you're just not going to find out at the at the regular restaurants and liquor stores and so forth to take home with you. So coming by our place, you get a pretty decent atmosphere, and uh, you get to try some things that probably you're not going to see elsewhere. So how how many flavors do you have, and what do you consider it? A brew or a flavor or recipe? What? Brew, I guess. And yes, at any one time, we will have up to a dozen particular beers on tap at the tap room. What are your more popular beers? We have four or five that we run very regularly. Uh, the, the most popular beer, though, is a blonde ale called Tulsa Flag. It's my favorite. You'll see that it, on many tap handles. It looks just like the Tulsa flag logo. It's, it's a very flavorful beer and l still light enough and very, very popular. Yeah, some of them, some beers can be really heavy, and I feel like I've had a meal. Which one would qualify out of your, your lineup? Out of a meal type <laughs> description, uh, well, the stouts uh, definitely have more full body. You're going to get that malt heaviness. I'm not but, suggesting you replace your meal <laughs> with that. The calories are probably more than a meal. So, <laughs> so a stout would be the more heavier filling beer. We have, though, the amber beer is our flagship beer. It's what got us started won a couple of awards with it early on, and it's what tripped the original brewers to the point that they said, we really want to do this for a living. Go full bore. Yes. We do IPAs. We have a very citrusy, hopped, pale ale. Um, we've got the, the pickle recovery beer, which is a gose. Has the has the flavors of pickle in it, uh, including we use fresh dill and real pickles. I was afraid to try that, but now you have convinced me that I'm. That's what I'm going to have one. You need to try it. And then one that uh, has really drawn a lot of attention is Johnny Ginger, which is a beer with ginger in it, and it has that ginger flavor to it. Well, I'm picking them up, and uh, I'm going to try some of those out. Chris Gilmore. Dead Armadillo, and uh, look for that around town. You're supporting a good local brewery, craft brewery. 
You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.